everyone, and welcome to the Fertility in Focus podcast. I'm your host, Christina Burns. I'm a doctor of natural medicine specializing in the treatment of infertility via natural and integrative methods. I founded the Naturna Institute in New York City, where my team and I work with women and couples, often in collaboration with Western medical doctors, to guide the path to healthy conception. In this podcast, you'll learn all about your body and everything in the fertility landscape to help you realize your dream of baby. I'll be bringing you the best of advice from experts in the fields of both natural and conventional medicine, as well as the heartfelt and very helpful stories of brave fertility heroes on their path to baby. Let's dive into today's episode. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for joining. So today I wanted to talk about something that comes up a lot with my patients, and that is switching doctors. So in a place like New York City, where we have so many specialists, it is kind of irresistible at times to want to jump around and get opinions. Uh, But there are pros and cons to that. And then, you know, some of the listeners might not be in New York, and you might be in other parts of the country or the world where you really only have one option. That said, with everything that's changed in the pandemic, it actually is pretty accessible to be taking virtual consults with people all over the place. So no matter what it seems like to you, you do have options, even if you only have so many in-person options. But let's jump into some of the reasons why you might think about switching doctors. Sometimes, actually, I don't recommend it. So you know, keep that in mind too. And, and we're going to talk about that side of things also. So most of the time when people are thinking about switching doctors, it's because you're not getting results. Of course, that is really disconcerting and you lose confidence and you wonder if somebody else could be doing it better. And sometimes somebody could. And sometimes it's your body and where you are and that maybe there's need to be things done outside of IVF or IUI before you go back and do more. So how do you know, basically? And it's hard to. Like, if you have been doing acupuncture and eating perfectly and taking herbs and vitamins and blah, blah, blah for like six months, and still you're not getting any results with your doctor and no changes have happened, maybe it is time to look around. But let's let's talk first about why you lose confidence. So obviously there's the not getting results. There's the a mistake has been made situation. I've seen crazy things happen. Samples of PGS biopsies have been lost. Embryos have been misplaced or the wrong ones have been used. Uh, And then I've seen less crazy mistakes. This is what I see really commonly is just, you know, maybe the doctor or the tech didn't even look at your chart before they came in and saw you and they were stating inaccurate information, or they gave you directions that didn't even apply to you, or they weren't on top of you getting your medications. That stuff drives you crazy. When you're already managing a bunch of things, your ability to cope with stress is low. And you just need to, them to be on top of their situation. And when they're not, it's it's unfair and it's and it makes us insane. That goes into like one of the reasons why you lose confidence is just basically like the place being disorganized. And I've seen this with some clinics where I'm like, oh my God, I love some of the doctors, but the place is so disorganized that it's impossible for me to refer there because I know that the experience is going to be shitty because... E- they're going to be losing track of your stuff. So unless you have a doctor that's so on it and that will respond to you to about everything, if that center is not good, you basically need a doctor like that or it's just not plausible because you'll, you'll just end up getting stressed out. A, a great doctor is a great thing, but if the center is a mess, um, you're dealing with other things. 
And then there's sometimes where you just feel like you need a fresh start, like you feel hopeless, you maybe feel like you need fresh eyes on the case, which totally makes sense. Like if you're feeling like you're getting to the end of your journey, but you want to give it another try with maybe somebody else, then that totally makes sense. Or you just are like, you know, don't feel like your doctor is like really looking at the details anymore, then, you know, it doesn't always hurt to shake things up and maybe get somebody else's eyes on the situation and see if they maybe have, they can pick up on something that your current doctor has missed. Doesn't even mean that you have to like leave your doctor. You could just get some fresh eyes on the case and maybe they could give some direction and some ideas and you could go back and stick with the doctor that you're with because switching doctors is actually a to-do. Like I've had a lot of patients think about doing it and then they start going through the motions of, you know, redoing some of the tests and going in for your day two and getting all of your records over and maybe paying some fees if if not everything is covered by insurance. And it, it ends up being like a lot when you're already kind of spread thin. And also a lot of women that I see on this journey, like don't really want to stop. They're not that into taking a few months off and recalibrating. Um, even, even, even though sometimes I actually do recommend that I know that my demographic are, are not actually that interested in, in pressing pause, they just want to like, get to the destination and not stop until they do tough women, tough, like resilient women, but um, sometimes it takes a toll. So what's important to you is the first thing to think about when you are thinking about switching doctors and or consulting somebody else? Like, is it that you want your doctor to be like, really good at your particular condition? Like if you have PCOS, or low ovarian reserve, or you're just like, on the older side, as they have it, like the advanced maternal age, uh, you're not getting eggs or viable embryos, or maybe you have endometriosis, like do you have the confidence that your doctor is good at your condition? Like if you even have a diagnosis, because you know, a lot of cases are unexplained. So there's the idea like, okay, do you feel confident that your doctor knows their stuff about what's going on with you? The lab, this is one that comes up so much. Like, everybody's like, I want a good lab, I want a good lab totally makes sense. If it's a good lab, maybe they might have better, you might have better luck with your eggs or embryos progressing hard to I've interviewed doctors about this, like about like how we as lay people can figure out how good their lab is. It's hard. Um, You can try to look at data success rates, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, you know, some centers have really great success rates, because they only see a certain part of the demographic that are likely to succeed. So it can be tricky. But I mean, you can go, I guess, with word of mouth and reputation sometimes. And and sometimes it just takes trying it. Like if your embryos weren't progressing at one center, or you're, you know, they, you weren't even getting good fertilization rates, and you've tried a few times, then it might be, you know, switching to somewhere that is known to have a stellar lab to see if they can do better. Maybe it's that you're having failed implantation. And you were wondering about immunological factors or other factors that could be affecting things like maybe you want somebody to do additional testing. Maybe your doctor's kind of like, no, we're just going to try again. I don't know what it might be. It's probably nothing. Let's just try again. And that doesn't satisfy you. And so you're like, you know what? I need to I need to check all the boxes. I need to look at everything. I'm not wasting any more embryos. Or you just don't know why you're get, not getting pregnant or not getting results from your cycles. You're just like, you just want to have somebody take a really thorough look. And so that's sometimes a time where you are going to be consulting elsewhere because your doctor just doesn't believe in that stuff. They don't necessarily support it, but hopefully they'll respect your decision to want to explore it further yourself. Now, I will say I will be interviewing like a very renowned uh, reproductive immunologist upcoming in the next like month or so. 
And there are a lot of medications that go along with an immune protocol. And so, you know, as a patient, know that too. Like if you embark on that part of the journey, you're in for a a kind of heavy duty approach. Uh, And so just, you know, make sure that you know, you know, what you're comfortable with before you embark on it too. You don't want to get yourself down a rabbit hole and then be like, whoa, I don't want to be on prednisone and Lovenox and all this stuff. Is it important for you to have a doctor that you can get a hold of, like that you have their email, for example, or that they're, they would call you back? Uh, because there are some centers like known to be more sort of like factory like where you, you always get to like you always try to call and you n- never get the doctor. You might get their nurse if you're lucky. And it makes you crazy because you just want to have a conversation. Right. Or you just have a couple quick questions that you could fire via email, but you don't have their email and the nurse doesn't respond to you. So that's another thing to consider. Like, do you want to be at a center and with a doctor that you can get a hold of? On that same, in that same vein, someone who makes you feel heard. Like you're expressing your concerns and you feel like they're hearing you and that they're really looking at your case and, you know, trying to like really check all the boxes on their side to make sure they're doing the best possible thing they can uh, for you and what's going on. So y- you want to make sure that you feel heard. And then, you know, there's also the financial aspect, like maybe you've been burning money at a center and it's just not feasible anymore, but you know, you have to do a few more cycles or something and you can't afford the $20,000, $30,000 a cycle at this center where another center might be half that. Uh, so, so there's that to consider. Now, the general rule of thumb for um, being with a doctor is to try at least three cycles. And that seems like a lot. Um, then again, it goes by pretty fast. And here's why. Uh, there apparently was a big study that showed that um, sticking with the same protocol actually generally ended up in success, which is interesting because most of my patients are kind of like, okay, switch something up. It didn't work. It didn't work. And the the doctors will often say it didn't work this cycle, but like maybe it'll work the next cycle. And that's why, because there was some study and you know, doctors love the research and the data, right? Uh, It's not that they're not trying. It just like really, they believe that, that, that this protocol is the one right one for you and that it might work. And, And maybe they're right. And according to the study, they might be right, but you are thinking, no, I want you to do something different. And I totally get that too. Like sometimes you just know in your heart of hearts that this is not working for you. And over the course of my career, I've been doing this now a long time, I have seen some pretty snazzy finessing of medication protocols to get better results. And we went from like 10 years ago, I like I was like seeing all of the like the, the centers and doctors do very similar protocols, except for ones that were doing a bit of mini IVF. To now, ten years later, people are like doctors are trying different things. Like you are seeing them sort of think outside the box, and whether it be natural cycles or throwing in some immune stuff or um, changing the medications as you go through the cycle. Like there, there's a lot of things I'm seeing different now, like some innovative approaches. We don't know the, the success rates really yet because, you know, we're sort of just seeing everybody experimenting a little bit more to get better results. But, you know, hopefully more data will come out soon. So general rule three cycles, you can certainly do more with a doctor. There's a lot of benefit to having one doctor learn your body and how you respond to medications so that they can better devise a protocol for you. Now, if you've been with the same doctor and they keep doing the same thing and you're really not getting results and they're really unwilling to change it, um, then, you know, that's something you consider. Uh, And, 
my suggestion is to advocate for yourself and ask questions. I'm sorry that you have to do that because, you know, we just want to rely on our doctor to really be thinking about this and thinking really innovatively and progressively for us. But, you know, they're, they're people too, and they're really too busy. I think it's like, you know, our medical system is kind of broken that way. They have to do volume. So they're so busy. And sometimes they're not thinking outside the box because they just like get into their groove and they're kind of doing the same thing. And so if you come to them and you kind of like spruce things up with some ideas you've heard here, you've heard there, they can, the worst thing they can say is, oh, I don't agree with that approach. And I don't, you know, here's why I don't recommend it. Hopefully they'll explain to you why they wouldn't recommend it instead of just like shooting it down. But if you want to feel like you're exploring things and you feel like your doctor's not necessarily doing it, then you might have to be the one to shake things up. And so, you know, you're listening to this podcast where I hope to give you ideas. Like maybe you're joining groups on Facebook or something where people are talking about stuff. And I, I warn you to not make somebody else's story your own. Like just because something worked for her doesn't mean it'll work for you. You might have completely different physiology and completely different fertility sort of profile. Um, but, but, you know, kind of poking around and getting some information, getting some ideas, and then bringing them to your doctor, you're opening up a forum for discussion. Um, don't ever feel like you are bothering your doctor, like you're a burden to them. Uh, that is not the way that you should feel. And if they, if they make you feel that way, then that's something to consider too. Uh, because it, it sh- this is your body and this is something, you know, fertility is something we don't mess around. And sometimes there's not time to mess around. So definitely advocate for yourself. Don't be polite um, in that like you don't want to like overstep boundaries by bringing your own ideas or ideas that you found out from elsewhere. Of course, you can be respectful. We want to be respectful, um, not argue, but definitely um, just advocate for yourself, you know, like and get informed. Uh, I, I really, that's the point of this podcast, try to get you informed. Here's another thing, and this is obviously a bias that I have. I have a lot of patients who have gone through multiple cycles and seen multiple different doctors and done every sort of protocol under the sun, not necessarily, but maybe at least a few, and they're still not getting results. And so I ask you then to look at what you're doing in your life. Are you stressed out of your mind? Are you drinking all the time? Are you not sleeping? Are you a workaholic? Are you eating poorly? You know, like take inventory of your life and take responsibility because a doctor's not God. Um, they can't fix what you're doing to your own body. Uh, our our ovaries and our uterus, they need our attention in a time like this when they're not performing, per se. And me sort of looking at stuff from the holistic viewpoint, I'm looking at like what could be going on in your life. Let's take inventory of all the things that are going on in your life that could be affecting your reproductive system. And let's try to harmonize those a little bit to get you better results. Have you tried natural medicine? Like, have you tried acupuncture? Have you tried herbs? Have you tried supplements? Have you tried changing your diet, right? Like maybe it isn't your doctor. Maybe it is just getting you into a better state of wellness so that the results will be different. So I just want you to, you know, look at it from a few different angles. Obviously there's the, you know, there's the topic of, you know, why you might consider having fresh eyes on your case from your doctor, but also take responsibility for your own actions and the way that you're living and how that might be influencing your outcomes. Uh, Because often we have more power than we know over this process and we're giving our power to somebody else. So take it back. 
as much as one can. Worst case scenario with, you know, the natural, like my side of things is that you feel better and you feel stronger and you look better and, you know, you just like are in a greater state of wellness. There's not really a downside there of you taking charge in that way. You know, like we feel like we lose so much power in this journey and we feel hopeless and just in some way ashamed that we're not getting to where we think we should be. And so we need empowerment and the empowerment can come through, through wellness and, and really transforming our lives. And, and hopefully it gets us our baby, right? Um, but it'll get you much more than that too. Thanks for tuning in. I'm really happy you've tuned in and joined the community. And I'm so excited to bring you more helpful content with each episode. In order to make this podcast as helpful as possible, I want to hear your input on what questions you need answered to get you feeling empowered on your fertility journey. You can DM me on Instagram at at Naturna underscore life or at naturally CB to share your most important fertility related questions. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please follow and share with friends. My mission is to help as many women and couples as possible. And for that, I need your help. Yours as always in love and light, Dr. Christina.